Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest to the queens hello ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i'm as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hi alex hey guys how are you guys doing um i have a long travel day ahead of me that's why we're recording early and that's why you're listening early uh when you are hearing this if you hear it first day i will be on a train somewhere in the midwest so that's fun um yeah stardom up they started uploading wakiyama but i don't think either of us watched that so no no we yeah. have other plans the, we have other plans yeah the main thing was Darum and showcase and it's not uploaded yet and it looked really good that's the, that's the fuck thing is <laughs> this looked like one of the better showcase shows mm-hmm. that they've done and it wasn't live it was the first it was the first not live one and i was like this shit sucks <laughs> A weird, weird company, huh? Yeah. Um, cookie, I saw the the cookie plates thing. Uh, yeah, they're selling the selling the cookie sheets with uh, the rosters faces on them. I guess I don't I don't really fully so. remember. Um, but anyway, this podcast is brought to you by the Five Star Podcast Network. Uh, yes. the five Five Star Podcast Network, home to us, obviously Stardom Quest home to the All Elite cast, which is an All Elite wrestling podcast hosted by Scott and the always fabulous Six Star. Uh, we also have Puro Gems, which is starting up. That's hosted by uh, Peps Wrestling, and it takes a look at the indie scene in Japan once a month. Uh, we also have Dramatic Dream Dragons, um, which is a Dragon Gate and DDT show. So they kind of alternate and kind of based on which one is doing more important stuff. So it's usually DDT because Dragon Gate will just go quiet for ages um and then there's also watch Tej, one of the uh two competing at war uh tjpw podcasts where all of the 20 hosts are friends but they are uh pretending there's a war it's very funny so <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's a great time also i don't know if you mentioned it i kind of spaced out for a second there's also summit which is uh something that we do for bigger shows uh we do a collab with uh, whoever wants to contribute from the crew of five star, uh, you know, contributors, and we talk about big shows. I am supposed to be on the All Star uh, Junior Festival show for Thursday. I'm not sure if I will be able to make it, but mm. I told Scott I would. So if I don't, he'll probably be mad at me. Yes. Um, and then also there's obviously articles, which I am a a primary contributor for. Uh, me and Xavier have started a project to highlight some of the best black wrestlers in wrestling history. Uh, mine isn't coming out until after Black History Month because you shouldn't only celebrate black wrestlers and black people in Black History Month. It's kind of stupid. Uh, so mine will be coming out later this week. Check out his about Aja Kong. It just came out yesterday. Yep. Yeah, I was going to plug that. That's fivestarnetwork.co is the website that's where uh, all the podcasts get plugged there and also that's where the articles go there's a few cool articles a few series um and obviously the the this new one that was kicked off by xavier yesterday looking at aja kong 
and her case as one of the best wrestlers of all time and one of the best black wrestlers of all time. And I got to contribute to that because Aja Kong is obviously, uh, t- to me, the greatest wrestler to have ever lived. Um, so definitely check that out. Kind of Xavier and I kind of go through a lot of, um, obviously, like the, the racial issues that she had to overcome in her career because it was a lot of that, but also just why she was so good. Um, so yeah, check that out. Uh, sadly, there is no Aja Kong on this podcast because her and Rossi Ogawa hate each other. But you have some news from the world of stardom. Not a lot. Um, they've announced sporadic matches for uh, shows throughout March. And uh, some of the interesting stuff that I picked up on. Uh, on the 15th of March in Takamatsu, Himeka is wrestling Ruaka as part of her retirement road. Uh, the next day in Osaka... It's Julia versus Himeka as part of Himeka's retirement road. Um, Mayu Iwatani's homecoming match. Uh, the main event of that is Mayu Iwatani, Hazuki, and Koguma against Natsuko Tora, Starlight Kid, and Saki Kashima, which is a very fitting main event there for, uh, for Mayu's return home to Yamaguchi. Um, they've also announced that on Miyu Amasaki's triumphal tournament in Kyoto, she will be wrestling Miyu Amas or no, <laughs> Miyu Amasaki will be wrestling Nanai Takahashi in a passion injection match, and that show also has uh, Julia and Himeka versus Tam Nakano and Natsupoi in a uh, Himeka retirement road match, and that's pretty much all the interesting stuff. They announced like the top two matches of every show, but the entire rest of the card is just like. Not there yet. Um, but the interesting stuff is obviously uh, Himeka's retirement road, Miyu Amasaki getting a passion injection and probably dying, and uh, the Mayu homecoming match, which is uh, it's kind of a fun one. Whenever I hear passion injection, I just think of the lethal injection, like just the move. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Those sound like good matches. Uh, I know Himeka is still hoping for a... Uh, OG Gold Gen match. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she tweeted about it about how she wants to wrestle uh, Ida, Kamatani, Utami, and Micah in some type of match uh, because they've never actually all had all five been in the same match before outside of maybe like a Rumble that they probably weren't around in the same you know like like so that that's one thing that she wants to do before she hangs it up. But it's looking like she's going to be mostly paired off against Natsupoi. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So that that's you know. That's some. Yeah, she's wrestling Meltier twice, is it? Because it's yes. her yes. and her and Micah are wrestling them once, and then her and Julia on the other. And then one, her so. and her and Natsupoy having the singles. Yes, as well. and she's obviously wrestling Tom in the Cinderella yes. first round. So, uh, yeah, a lot That's of uh, fun. a lot of vengeance for Himeka. Um, <laughs> that is the only real bit of news that we had. Um, so, because we're recording early. And Stardom hasn't uploaded much, and Stardom and Showcase was not a pay-per-view. Um, we decided to ask for some questions to do a Q&A. So I feel like the best thing to do is to just get that done, and then we can focus on the preview for the big pay-per-view. Yeah, a lot of all questions. Right. A lot of questions. Here. Yes. I sent yes. I sent them over to you so that I don't have to read all of them. Uh, but you'll probably still make me read all of them. Very anyway. clever. Um, no, I can read them, I guess. Um, let's see. All right. Um, will I just go straight away? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So the first question is, what's the greatest tag team to never win the tag belts in stardom history? Um, I think I know your answer, but go ahead. <laughs> um, well, there's two. I, I I mean, and they're very easy 
I guess. Uh, it's Team Moon, which is what you are obviously, I'm guessing, guessed from me. Uh, and then basically any tag team with Arisa Hoshiki. <laughs> because, like, her, her and Tam didn't win them when I thought they should have, and her and Mayu never won them, I don't think. No, yeah, Arisa yeah, only ever did. held one belt, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think those two teams, uh, yeah, so the, the two main Arisa teams over the years are the ones, and then obviously, you know, uh, Kagetsu and Hazuki's my favorite tag team, like, of all time. So <laughs> th- th- those are my answers. All right. Um, mine is actually Momoa's, because they were, like, That's true. amazing. And they should have been champions, but they weren't. Honestly, um, I think Momoa's and MK Sisters, uh, it's really yes. strange that they just feuded forever and just never had the belts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were the backbones of the tag division for a while, yeah. and then they just both got split up, which uh, is not fun. Um, I, I was going to get cheeky with it, because... Um, one time, Miko Satomura and Kairi Hojo challenged for the tag belts. So I was like, they they probably are the best team to never win. Um, but obviously, they only teamed once. Um, and I mean, I guess you could say Risa Sarah and Takumi Aroha, because they were a tag team pretty regularly. But obviously, that was both when they were both like very new to the wrestling. So they weren't yeah. the wrestlers they are now. But as a Similarly, pair, that's a pretty incredible team to think about. Yes. Similarly, I would say like Hazuki and Momo. Uh, mm. But again, they were younger yeah. when they were teaming together. So uh, that's kind of with the hindsight we have now. That is a team that I think would be like, you know, like, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, but at the time when they were around, you know, when they were tagging, it wasn't really uh, like, why aren't they champions? Like, no, we, we get why you're not champions yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Momoa's is like the proper answer Momoa's, I definitely, as, uh... I definitely agree. Yeah. Honestly, I think, and this, I'm an Azumi guy, obviously, but it's wild that Azumi hasn't won the tag belts yet. Because I feel mm. like she's consistently really great in tag teams until like O2 line. And that's kind of obvious because she's trained, like Miyu's still Miyu. So, but like, if you think about like, even back in the day, I remember her and Konami were killing it. Uh, her and obviously Momo are great. And then she teams with Utami or Saya, and it's always great. So it's kind of wild that she hasn't really done that yet. Yeah, yeah. No, I figured you would have Momoas as your answer. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. Hmm. Um. So yeah, I was surprised with Team Moon. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's ours. Yours, is Team Moon. Mine is Momoas. Um. Now the next question is: Will Stardom suffer when Rossi retires? Um. Yes. Oh yeah. Like, listen. The thing with Rossi is. He's been involved in wrestling since the late 70s, and he's also got a proven track record as a booker. You know, like he booked AJW in the 90s. He booked Arjun when that was out of the gates, and that was really great as well. Like, no matter who they get to replace him, you're not going to get 50 years of experience in wrestling and two proven, you know, successes under their belt either. So... You know, you're you're gonna you know, you might get somebody who completely has a different mentality to wrestling. You might alienate large parts of the audience. Like you're gonna have to get used to a completely different flow. Um and you you might just get somebody who's not good at it. Whereas, you know, with Rossi, yeah. he has so much experience and so much like experience uh as a booker behind him that he's he's pretty much irreplaceable at this stage. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um 
Hakeem asked a question a little bit later on uh, of who was the next Booker after Rossi, and I think we can kind of put those together because um, I think it kind of just ties into the same kind of question. Because, yeah, I mean, like Rossi, as much shit as everybody loves to give him, including me, like I'll always fucking <laughs> I'll always shit on Hiroshi because that's, that's what I do. Um, but once he's gone, it's going to be fucked. I'm going to be real. Like it's it, There are very few people who could take over and make it relatively seamless right like mm -hmm. it's the inverse problem of the vince mcmahon thing right where it's like literally most people could have done a better job by the yeah. time by the time he was hanging it up it's like rossi yeah we you know i don't like everything he books i don't like all of his mentalities all of his philosophies when it comes to wrestling but there are a few people who are going to deliver what is necessary for stardom to deliver as a booker uh and I think probably the fear is that Bushiro just puts somebody in and yeah. just like, you know, like fucking Manubi Nakanishi. And that's no respect to him, but just like, what the fuck does he know about this type of thing? Because they like to do that. Yeah, I was I was actually thinking that like what like there's a possibility that Bushiro just goes, uh, hey, you worked with Gato a little bit. You you know what to do and you get like Liger or something booking. Um, yeah. and I don't really know what Liger is like as a booker. People say he booked the junior division. Um, and that wasn't like amazing. He <laughs> so he, he, he tried, he yeah. tried to book the junior division. Yeah. It's not, it's not an easy job in any company to book a junior division. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Um, I feel like there's a small chance it could be somebody on the roster. Like that's, like that's Mayu or Tam or something could get it. Yeah. Cause, um, like he might want to pass it on to them. Um, but if Bushiro just decides, oh, hey, we're just going to like pull somebody who's worked with Gato, or even worse, it's just like, hey, Gato, you book it, um, then yeah, that could be, those could be if, potential successors. And if it is Gato that they, takes over, oh, they're fucked. Like, I'm not yeah, watching it's, anymore. It's, no, that, that just becomes New Japan's women's division. Like, I, I don't know mm -hmm. how how much they would. Dude, Natsuko Tora is going to be champion within like nine months and have like Which is five okay, interferences but, like, per you know, match. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna go forty minutes with like twenty minutes of interference, and yeah. yeah, we're we're done. I'm out at that point. Um, but I mean, if Yoshino wants a job, I'm sure he could kill it. <laughs> he I does great with everything, but he's a, he's busy. A descent um, of, of Miko booking well does not sound very okay, possible. True. So true. Uh, but I don't know. You know, uh, I feel like I feel like. Rossi would probably want someone like a Mayu, but yeah. he probably also knows that Mayu's Mayu, and he, yes. you know, like yeah. he, she's she's not Rossi, <laughs> you know, she like there's levels to it. So I imagine he would want to pass it down to someone he trusts and cares about. Um, but as long as it's not Sunny, I think we're cool. Oh Jesus! I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. Sunny is probably in the middle of terrible options. Like there's there's definitely worse. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah, no, Stardom Stardom would lose a lot with without Rossi. I mean, you're you're not gonna pick up a guy with with that much experience off the street, like unless you unless you hire Vince McMahon himself. But uh, we're not we're not going down that route. Um, the next question then is, what's your favorite faction lineup in Stardom history? Um, Dylan, which which flavor of Oedo tie did you pick? That's that's the real question because it's like. <laughs> There are like from 2017 to until uh, Kagetsu retired, there were like maybe like I don't know. You could probably pinpoint like three or four very distinctive 
generations and they were all dope uh for me i feel like it'll probably be like post draft oedo tie 2018 um when hazuki and hannah and hanakamura was still together because i i would say it's hard to pick one or the other right because they mm -hmm. i love them both in oedo tie and they only coexisted for a short period of time uh and most of that time hana was in mexico but there was like there was like this one period when the artists of storm championships were vacated and the tag team to try to pick them up were was Kagetsu, Hazuki, and Hanakamura. And when they were all on the same page for that very brief period of time, it was probably that. Because that just has so much star power, so much personality. They were still doing the dance. Uh they still had Hana, obviously. I, unfortunately they didn't have Chris still. I think Chris left a couple of months before that. But yeah, I would say like right there is like the sweet spot for me. And as long as we don't mention that Brandy Rhodes was technically a part of it, I think it's it's perfect. <laughs> All right, um, mine is a similar era. It's um, post twenty nineteen draft, I think. Stars, uh, Mayu, Arisa, Saki, oh yeah, Tam, Hanan, pound for pound, one of the best lineups Good kid. you'll ever get. Uh, like Starlight like Kid, solid babyface kid. Yeah, like I don't I don't think you can beat that era of stars. I mean, you had like. The top four all going crazy regularly, and I'm pretty sure they had a really fun run with the artist belts around that time as well, with uh, yeah. Mayu, Tam, and Saki. So and Riho would contribute to that too. She, she would. She was yeah. like kind of like a floating. Yeah. So oh, like. That was a... Yeah, I don't. I don't think you can. What's happened? Oh yeah. Um, I don't think you can like beat that era of stars. Um, I think one that will eventually. A lot of people's answers might be the the big four DDM era, um, like there's not a yeah. lot of nostalgia for like post COVID stardom, for a lot of reasons, but eventually, <laughs> I think those four will be looked at as like they made this shit watchable <laughs> when Rossi needed to retool everything, um, so I think eventually people will look at that DDM big four as like one of the best lineups ever. Um, and but... you're not even counting Nats Boy in that. Oh shit! Yeah, Jesus, big five. I mean, um, the big five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, you had that run of dominance, and I can I wouldn't blame anybody for for picking that faction. Um, but I mean, I I love that uh 2019 stars lineup. Like they were just so fun to watch all the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I I get that. Yeah, and you, you were never going to pick anyone other than TDM or a way to die. So, you know, it's. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Um, I don't think people, like, I don't think newer fans get that. That, like, a lot of my resentment towards DD or towards uh, Oedo Tai now isn't even because of the actual output. It's because it's the same name. Like, they're sharing the same name with literally, my opinion, the greatest faction to ever exist, ever. Yeah. Uh, and they're just never going to live up to that, quite no. frankly. Like, they could, no. it could be phenomenal they could be the best faction in the company by far and it's still they're still going to be like an inch off at all times at least so i don't think a lot of like because i haven't mentioned that in a long time uh so i imagine newer fans probably don't know that i that that's the that's the main reason why i can't fully get behind oedo time nowadays that's valid <laughs> that's valid um the next question is who's a wrestler from the golden age of joshi who would have done better in the joshi scene today so um I think you asked for your specification there, and it was late 80s, early 90s as the, the yeah, goal. Because, I mean, like, if it was 
if it was like an old if it was just oh the old generation of joshi i would say like half of the dark ages <laughs> you know what i mean because mm-hmm. like there were some diamonds in the rough that just had nowhere to shine yeah. you know like i mean i was i was talking with widescreen about uh meikawa the other day um and momoe nakanishi like those two literally would be the biggest stars in joshi if they were around today yeah uh, i i have no doubt in my mind like outside outside maybe mayu they would be like especially momoe i feel like she has that style but since we're talking about that older uh generation i feel like eagle sawai this is it's no strange. Dylan. You're never gonna. Uh, that was my answer as well. Because, like, I think nowadays it's just like it's a powerhouse world, yeah. And like that's kind of what what they need. And I feel like back in the day, she was kind of pigeonholed into like, oh, well, if you're if you're big and strong, you're just gonna be a heel and just do the body scissors. And it's like when she like let loose and like did some stuff, she was fucking insane. But uh-huh. she didn't really get that chance because she was just big bad heel and i feel like nowadays she would be a lot more and she had she had that ability back then for sure but she would have been given the opportunity to do a lot more nowadays that's a wild that we pick both we both are thinking her because she's a niche fucking pick like she is not what comes to mind like you know i mean that, that's actually kind of crazy that's synergy right there yeah because my mind immediately went to saki hasagawa and then i was like i don't know if she'd do better uh, also, also i said i had debbie malenko as one but she, I, I felt like she was cheating because she got injured. Like AJW yeah. did like her, she just got hurt. But um, like I don't know how far they would have pushed her, but I assume she'd have been like white belt champion at least. Um, but yeah, I, I, never got there. I did essentially settle on Eagle Sawai because I was like, she suffered from the LLPW problem, which was if you're not Kandori, <laughs> those people were not there. They didn't care. And Kandori is more than happy for that to be the case. So you had people like Sa- Eagle. I would say Saido is like the only person who could ever even vaguely like get some shine. And even even then, it's like you can't find more than five Harley Saido matches on YouTube right now. Yes. You know. Yeah. Like, like it's, Saito it's, had to put in all time babyface performances just to get mm-hmm. anything out of those people. Um, but Eagle Sawai, like I, any company would bite your hand off for her. Like just the size alone. 100% then she had charisma she could play like the heel she could play the baby face yeah she she'd rock in today's scene like she'd be long reigning red belt champion or top top star of tjpw or something like she she'd run the scene these days she'd be like matsumoto on drugs oh yeah yeah Yeah, 100 percent. yeah 100 percent um yeah that's that's wild we went with the same one (laughs) Um, well, because like a lot of people succeeded back then, not succeeded. I mean, like yes. a lot of people had, you know, like if it's a matter of doing better today, mm. you know, like again, and also it depends on the era. Cause like, are we talking about like Yumika Hoda? Cause she ended up by 97, she was the only competent person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, if we're talking like, you know, dream slam era Hoda, then yeah. I mean, like Hoda now, like she could, she could be the, Amelia Mashta if she got transported nowadays mm. you know like because she has had that kind of uh the same kind of just like uniqueness to her I guess but was kind of just lost in the shuffle at that point yeah but yeah I would say like uh, solidly eagle because I think she just didn't really get her due uh for one reason or another 
Yeah, and even when like the scene started to die off, she was stuck in like the heel group still. Like she was in Gurantai. Yeah, Gurantai yeah. and she, Black she, Joker. She was Shark Tsuchiya and Lioness Asuka's uh third. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah. That's wild. Sadness. I'm a big Sharky fan, but that's just <laughs> that's not a place you want to be. <laughs> no, not at all. No. Yeah, Eagle got done dirty by uh by Joshi. Um let's see. Um what Oh yeah. Want me to take over a few? No, no, you're grand. Uh, so this okay, one is: cool. What Joshi wrestler would you bring in to have a match in Stardom who hasn't yet? I mean, is it a cop out to say like Miyu Yamashita? <laughs> like, <laughs> can I say that? Can Can I say like Miyu? I feel like we have a few. There, there's a few that are related to Miyu Yamashita and Stardom question mark. Because yes. uh, somebody also asked, uh, what promotion Ace Pedro asked, what promotion Ace would you like to see make the jump elsewhere? Uh, yeah. And then there's some about TJPW, but uh, yeah, I mean, Miu Miu is kind of a cop out. I'll I'll say yeah. that, but it's true. Yes. <laughs> you know, that'd be really fun. Um, if we have to go like freelance, then Takase, obviously. I mean that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Mio Momono is the one that I've literally been begging for for years now. Mm. Uh, Cause she just somehow hasn't done like even like one appearance. Yeah. Like every other marvelous wrestler has. Uh, including, including Chigusa. <laughs> She's just the only one, but yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I've, if they want to grow out NSA, there's a million people you could grab. Right. Yeah. Like, and also, are we talking about, like, ever competing in Storm? Because if we're talking about just, like, in recent memory, I mean, I feel like everybody's been asking for Tayo to have one yeah. last match in Stardom. But, I mean, she was there, obviously, years ago. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there's a lot. But, you know, if, if we're if we're talking about, like, a star star, I would say Mio Momono, Mio Yamashita, uh, Takase. But if we're talking about, like, you know, people that would be really fun... Like there's there's Aoki. I would love to see Itsuki Aoki as a mm. part of NSA. Like just not like for her to join Stardom, but just you know, hang out with uh with Nanai because I think they have a lot of chemistry together. Uh, there's a lot. Yes. Uh, Matsumoto hasn't been around in a while, but again, that's not a new person. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That that one was uh our answers might have been bad there. <laughs> um... Well, the next one is there's a lot of people. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, now, not a lot of people this time. Uh, name an international wrestler you'd like to see in Stardom. Um, I assume Kylan King isn't allowed here because she already wrestled Mayu. Um, she's a big Kylan King. Fan. She's great. Um, and if not her, then I mean I'm very high on Promise Braxton, so I would be all in on Promise Braxton getting a run in Stardom. But if you're if you're just talking like a one off. Or something, then. Uh, I mean, Lufisto. I mean, she'd be pretty badass. It's wild that she never got the shout. Yeah. So I, um, I mean, promise if we're talking long term. But if we're just talking a one-off, then like, yeah, Lufisto getting a a match would be pretty cool. I feel like Stardom's falling behind big time with. Yes. The, and somebody the asks about like, that thinking, later, I think. So we'll yeah, we'll be able to get on that. We'll get, yeah. But like, cause like my my honest answers were Janai Kai and Sandra mm-hmm. Moon, but they're kind of already taken. Uh, Hayan, she's really good. Yes. 
if, if we're talking like AEW, I think Athena would be fun. You know, like uh, there's there's a few in AEW, but not a lot that I would like to see. Chris Stat, I mean, is always uh, if she could keep her her knees healthy, <laughs> she's always yeah. an option there. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people who have already been in Japan with different companies yeah. or are going to Japan with different companies are the easy answers there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is there anybody in Europe that is notable? right now um you know bowling jd put me onto this woman i think alice inc and she'd be really cool in japan um i think she'd get over and i guess kanji i've always thought kanji would do really well here because she had good matches with emi sakura um but otherwise i mean you're talking like alex windsor who's already being brought over yeah and i would have there's this one this is one deathmatch wrestler in, in Minnesota. This is kind of off topic. There's this one deathmatch re- wrestler in Northern Midwest who just stole Kagetsu's face face paint, and I dig it. Like I love it. Like I'm cool. Like I'm not I'm not shitting on him, but like I just think it's really dope. So uh, if 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 they're any good, I don't remember their name. I follow them on Twitter now. But if they're any good, is it Ziggy? Them over. Why not? Ziggy Heim? No. no, no. Sure. What the? Where did I see it? It might be. Because I know they went viral there the other day. I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, the next question is from our buddy Xavier. Uh, what two wrestlers would you kick out of stardom uh, to, to where they would thrive most? Um, yes. Hmm. I don't like the way he phrased it, no. but there are our answers. Yeah, it's it's a difficult one because I feel like a lot of people I like in stardom and I, I think they're used pretty adequately. So, like, I don't want to kick them out. Um, I guess I would say Saida and I would send her yeah, anywhere. That's, that's like, you put her in Seedling. She's great. You put her in TJPW. I think they'd make good use of her. Uh, you put her anywhere, really, and I think they would make good use of Saida. Her and her and Kohaku could be could just dominate every tag division in the world. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like just the two the two small ones. One of them's fast, one of them's strong. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's just a team made in fucking heaven right there. Easily, easily. Um, and hmm. So I I agree with Ida. I'm I'm trying to think of a second. Yeah. Um. You know. We could we could do what everybody's always asked for and send Momo to ah, anywhere else. I like else. Momo. I like Momo in Stardom. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm cool with Momo. I think I think Momo definitely has a upward trajectory mm. at some point. It's just not right now, and people are very upset about that. Yeah. Uh, let me think. This is a hard. It is. One. It is. Um, maybe Roaka, because I feel like Roaka in a different company could really flourish as a as a heel. But obviously in Stardom, she's always just gonna be. Yeah, whereas you send her to like Marvelous or something, and I think you'd have a fun time. I could see it. Like she'd be like the big antagonist to Mio and and Takumi, and I think she'd have fun there. Um, or again, TJPW, I think could make decent use of her. But um, yeah, I think maybe Ida and Ruaka, but those seem like cop outs. Maybe Tekla. Tekla, I think would be like I, I was kind of she'd be like because stardom likes her obviously but she'd be like a top big deal anywhere else like 
Who who would you send anybody to the to America? Not not saying that they would do better because I don't think any women's wrestler does better in America than they do in Japan. Uh, but like, does anybody? Well, do you see anybody people, like succeeding? Only people that are already being pushed by stardom. You know, like Mina Shirakawa is an obvious one, but they like her, so and she's gonna win the white belt. Um, like I feel like I feel like Natsupoi could. Yeah, but she's could, another one that they really like. So thrive. Like. Yeah. I feel like Thriving I mean, has to be better than they're doing in Stardom, and there's very few because yeah. they like Julia, and she'd obviously be amazing in America. Yeah, they, they like Mina, and she'd be amazing abroad. Um, the same kind of goes for Natsupoi. So, I don't know. I think. I mean, maybe somebody in a way, maybe like Saki Kashima. Not not abroad. I don't think Saki would do well in like America necessarily, but like I think she could do something in, you know, like Marvel. Maybe. She'd be fun in Wave, I'm sure. You know, have her do the shitty hardcore matches. Mm. <laughs> I think, I think, I think that's kind of where she would thrive. Actually, that'd be fun. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say Saki Kashima and and Ida. All right. So we, yeah, we both went for Ida and an away to time member. <laughs> um, yes. All right. So the uh, the next question is: How hyped are you on a scale of one to ten for Tomoko Watanabe versus Chikayo Nagashima for the three AW title? Also. One one more thing, um, Starlight Kid to Actress Girls, because I don't watch that. So don't don't smirk. I should actually no no Starlight Kid to Ice Ribbon. Actress oh, yeah. Girls sounds like they're popping right. up. Yeah, they are. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll send her to Ice. Right. Yeah. Um. So how how hyped am I for Watanabe versus Nagashima? Um. Like a three a three <laughs> out of ten because the crowd might be super into Watanabe, but that's about it. You know I yeah I I was I was thinking about this. I was like you know. If this is like a last hurrah and this isn't the next big feud for the three AW belt, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Like I'm I'm sure there could be some something to it. I mean, obviously they're not neither of them are in their prime and we're all kind of just waiting for the three AW belt to go back to Takumi or onto Mio, which is probably not gonna happen anytime soon. Um But I, I you know, yeah, I'd I'd say like a four. I don't know if I'll watch it, <laughs> but but you know, like I, I don't, I don't see a problem with it. I just think that it's like, if if this is like really like a last hurrah for them, well, uh, more power. I don't to think them. it is. Cause That's what the now fear. Gets yeah. like an annual big match in Stardom or in Marvelous, and I'm like, guys, she, she wasn't pushed until the dying days of AJW. I don't know who's like. And even then, she was like, she was like number four. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I don't overall. know who's busting the door down in 2023 to see. Tomoko Watanabe, but then again, she was like the second most over person on the last Marvelous Karkin, so what the hell do I know? Um, she throws a good power bomb. Yeah, Can't yeah, forget that's that. True. Um, the next question, anyway, is which young Joshi prospect should get more opportunities? Um, if I'm not allowed to say Mio, then Riko Kawahata. She's, she's like, Riko is one of those oh, where great. you're like, oh, she has literally everything. Um, but she's gonna bonk into the glass ceiling of the Joshi Indies, where she's just gonna be like a losing member of a tag team with so like the ace or something. Um, yeah, I think that's the thing. Is like, what do we mean by more opportunities? Because like Rico's everywhere. She she, she can't push get everywhere. many more opportunities <laughs> than somebody. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, but like, no young Joshi is getting pushed. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. the case for most of Which them. Which I think of. is why Mio's um, a good shout, because she is kind of just marvelous in Sendai now. And you're like, can we yeah. do a bit more? Get her yeah. everywhere. Um, 
Yeah, that that's kind of what what I'm thinking as well. Is like Eureka Oka is yeah. Wait, am I am I yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, she's not really anywhere outside of Sendai and occasionally Marvelous, mm. and even then she's tagging with Hozan, so it's not really like she's doing much. Uh, I'd like to see her pretty much anywhere. That'd be fun. Uh, I'll always go to go to bat for Kohaku, like I said earlier. I think she's one of the best young wrestlers right now. But again, she's I, I obviously this is like maybe I'm a bit preemptive, but I think Kohaku wins the wins the wave belt within the next year or two. Uh, maybe two. Not one. Not one. It, it'll take a while. I think she probably wins it in the next two years. That that's how I see it at least. Um But so like again, like I would love her to go everywhere, but if she's you know she she's not getting buried in wave. No. So like yeah. I'm not complaining. Yeah, I, I think Mio's probably the best answer. Yeah, pretty much. Hours. I but... mean, she did just lose the Kaoruito, and I think that's that is a damning indication of how things are that's for Mio wild. Momono. So yeah, uh, please save Mio. Um, let's see. Uh, next question: If you were Rossi, how would you book Tall Saya post the White Belt? And I would say, if it's me, uh either a tag run or the artist belts just to keep her going. Um, what Rossi yeah. will actually do is she's going to fade into the background for the rest of the year. But what he should do is uh, let QQ run with those artist belts or let Aphrodite have the tag belts and kind of keep her doing good stuff, but also have her kind of step back a bit and, you know, work as a team instead of being on her own. Yeah, I think I think Aphrodite... For Aphrodite, what is it? Whatever. Um, I think them for the tag belts is probably my go-to, because mm-hmm. I think Utami isn't winning the red belt yet. Uh, again, you know, and she's if she doesn't beat Saya, she doesn't really have any reason to win the white belt anytime soon. Uh, and honestly, this is like kind of kind of a, a topic of discussion, but I don't think I think Saya is peaking. Like I, I don't know if she gets that red belt run or if she gets another world championship run or anything like that. I think this is kind of like, I think she like is having this big year and a half. And I think she's going to fade long-term and like, like, cause I don't see her running a faction. Like I don't see her turning heel. And if she does, I don't know if that's a smart idea. You know, I don't see her doing a lot. I mean, she could always win the white belt back, three years from now two years from now whatever but like i don't really see her like i don't see this as like oh we're gonna cool her off and then bring her back up like they do did with julia for example um or like i think they're doing with utami like i think this i think this white belt run has kind of been where her bread and butter has been and she's going to uh kind of get demoted long term after this more like a momo watanabe than a julia is what i'm trying to say uh but yeah i would still say give aphrodite the the tag belts Mm. Cause, I I I feel like the tag division could really use like a a real um, cornerstone after Mahime's gone, and I think you know why not give the belts back to them? It's been a while, and they could definitely improve as a tag team, uh, and you know give them something. To yeah, do. yeah, definitely. I mean, Utami has kind of done nothing for long enough that you should probably get her back in the mix. Um, so her, her and Saya as, as tag champs would be pretty good. Um, 
Next question then is early dark horse picks for this year's Grand Prix. Um, my like main three are probably Starlight Kid, uh, Natsupoi, and Utami. I feel like Utami might go for her second, um, but I feel like Kid might also get it because she's like Kid is on the downswing right now, and it would be very on brand for Rossi to have her be quiet for the first seven months and then win the GP, right? Like that's perfectly up his alley. Um, so I could see that as a case. And I mean, Natsupoi, uh, based on a comment Tom made the other day, they might need her to be the new number one idol. So who knows? Yeah. Um, I think Micah loses the final. I think Micah goes to the final and loses. I would love for her to be the be my pick, but I feel like that's kind of the limit is she's going to make it to yeah. the finals and then lose Goto style. Um, I think she should win. I think that'd be really dope, but that's that's not my decision. Um, yeah. I think... I don't think Poi wins five-star. If anything, I think she wins like next year's Cinderella. It depends. Because I, I I can't see her winning the five. She doesn't seem like a five star winning type wrestler. Uh, depends. I don't know. Like, I know that sounds weird. But she's like, really charismatic. Like even and even really good more so. and very popular. Like I feel like you have everything there with with Natsupoi. I mean, no, I, I I think she's great, but I just don't know if she's a GP winner. Uh, yeah, I'll say. Mirai or Utami? Mm, Mirai is a good one. Yeah, Mirai winning was is hard. Yeah, because she she'd already be like, what in the conversation with Julia, Tony Storm, Mayu. and Mayu? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like that's it's a bit early, but I mean, and also she would have to win because she's lost so much, so many title matches, and she's not beating anybody. Mm. Uh. I think Mariah beats Mina, so she'd probably wipe out champion by five star. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm just gonna go if if Utami and Saya don't win the tag belts, yeah. then Utami. That's, yeah, that's my pick. I, I know. I, I would agree. Um, the next question then is where do the three trainees end up faction wise? Um, I don't. Do you want to go first? Um, Risa Fella or what's her name? Ueda. Yeah. Uh, she goes either to DDM to be their mm -hmm. new big, and I know it's a question later on about uh, who replaces Hameka. Yeah. Um, I don't think Hameka's replaceable, but I think if anybody, it'd be Ueda. Or she goes to prominence, depending on how... Mm. Like, I, I, I would... Like, not, like, to prominence, but she could be prominence as, like, local yeah. girl. You know? I, I, I could see that. Uh, I think that would make the most sense. I would, I would personally love that. I think that would be dope. Uh, but again she kind of gets left in the dirt if prominence just bails. Yeah. So I don't know if they do that. Um, Komomo. I don't know. Stars. Yeah. Maybe, maybe she's the one who goes to, to cosmic angels. She does kind of have that cosmic angels thing to her. Um, yeah. that I feel like the, well, the karate girl could because, but I, and I feel like the karate girl can't, isn't isn't I don't know. that's the thing 
like I know she's a she's a gravity model and she you know like I get it but I don't know I feel like she's a lot more of a wrestler's wrestler or she looks she has that like mm. vibe but who knows we haven't yeah, seen them debut that's yet true. like once she debuts I will know if she fits in Cosmic Angels or not uh if not then I could see her being Julia's new protege but then again my soccer guy gets left in the dirt if that happens yeah <laughs> so who knows I I'm I'm interested I I Come back to me when they've de- debuted. Yeah. Uh, come back to me like the day after uh, New Blood Premium, and I'll I'll have a more clear idea of where I think they All should right. go. Okay. Um, um, for me, so, yeah. I have um, Risa Fella going to Awaito Tai because they haven't got a new member in a while, and uh, why not get the tall one? Um, I have uh, Sakura Shiguro going to God's Eye, and I have Komomo going to either stars or cosmic angels. Ooh, I, I like girl chan and yeah, cuz the thing is I I would like that cuz I like imagine Julia like beating her and being like you're pretty cool and then she, and then Ju- and then she's like I'm just going to step that's, in that's here. That's what I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, because you can you can like easily make that a thing then. Um Unless unless DDM wanted to get her so that they could like pair her off with Inaba or something, but I feel like her in God's Eye would be a little bit more interesting. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could see Ueda in Oedo Tai. I just don't know. I feel like Oedo Tai is so big, even though they're not particularly huge. Like they're they're not like that big of a faction, but like it feels like there's so many people in it that. Like Ueda go- coming in is going to fuck up Ruaka's progress. You know, Rina is going to become like <laughs> even further down, and like that's okay. But like, I don't know where Ueda would sl- slot in because I feel like she would be above Rina for now. But also, I don't know. That's another thing is that you you don't know with Stardom trainees. You know, like Miyu Amasaki already beat. What Rena? Like she she's beaten people far more experienced than she is, so it's not like she just slides in at the absolute yeah. bottom of the roster. It's not like any of them do. Uh, so you don't really know how it how the dynamics will work. But I, I could see a a way to tie Ueda. That, yeah, no, I'd be into that. Um, the next question then is, what happens to the high speed belt post Azumi? Um, I mean Saki Kashima gets it, and then it bounces from host to host yeah. again. I don't think we're going to see a rain like Azumi's for a while. Um, and it's just going to go back to being a belt where it's just on whoever is in the division that doesn't have much going on at that moment in time. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of a, a dour outlook, but that's kind of where I see the belt going, just kind of back to what it was. Yeah, I think it goes Azumi, Saki Kashima, Koguma. Mm. And then from there, I don't know. You know, maybe maybe Komomo. Uh, the the new girl wins it, depending on how long those reigns are. Uh, maybe not wins it, but is like you know in contention. Maybe Momokogo. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe they bring in an outsider. Hopefully not Zaya Brookside hmm. to win it. Uh, uh yeah. I mean, I, I'm not as like, you know, doom and gloom about it, but it's definitely going to take a hit. Yeah. You know, like I would love, I would love for like Mace Ruga to come in and win it, or somebody of that nature. You know, some outsider to come in and win it and kind of have that be their foot in the door. Uh, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, though, no, that's, um, I don't know. 
I'm cool with Kogba. Yeah, where she'll it, get it eventually. You know, down the line, though. I think, I think Kogba yeah. having a run with it. Her and Tekla sense. are like locked. It's like she's... she's it. Oh, yeah, Tekla. Yeah. Tekla. Tekla <laughs> yeah. definitely gets it. 100%. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think Kogama doesn't have that high of a ceiling in a singles mm. role outside of tournaments. So getting her the high speed belt is like perfect when she's not doing tag stuff or trio stuff. Yeah, that's so, kind of her yeah. spot, really. Um, kind of in the company. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the next question. What's Alex's problem with Megumi Kudo? <laughs> and what will it take uh, to recognize she's the greatest of all time? Um, I don't know, man. Get good, I guess. It's, uh... You know, I think the thing with Kudo, and I know this is a question for you, but I think the thing with Kudo is that she, she'll admit this. Like, she, like, there are documentaries about how she felt near the end of her run that's like after the first few years like after the her stint in ajw she kind of realized that there's nothing for her to do uh because there is no forward motion in the fmw mm-hmm. women's division and there never was uh so i don't know if you know this I, I found this out while writing about her she was planning to retire like four years before All she right. retired but she couldn't because onita announced his retirement it took him a year to retire. She couldn't rain on his parade. Then Combat Toyota announced her retirement. It took her like nine months to retire. So she couldn't rain on her parade. And then finally she was able to retire. But you can't just automatically retire. So she had to wait like six months and do her final stuff. So yeah, it, it took like three years after she wanted to retire for her to retire. Um, so I think like if you don't like, you know... Like it, it, it makes sense. Like I, I don't, I don't think Megumi Kudo is like a must, but I think she's phenomenal, especially for the cards she was dealt. I mean, I feel like you've given me this reputation as like somebody who hates her, but when we did VTG and watched early FMW women stuff, I thought I enjoyed her. So like, you make me seem like I hate no, her. But... You know what? You, I think you. No, I think the funny thing is, is I think you tweeted on your private that Megumi Kudo yeah. was overrated. Yeah. One time, like a year ago. Like that's it. That's the only reason. And so I made a joke about it. And now it's like, what the fuck is wrong yeah. with Alex? <laughs> and yeah, I think that's great. I, I love I love spreading this information. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um so the next But not people don't know about her match with Svetlana. I think Dude, that's the issue. Svetlana Gundarenko. That was crazy. That was crazy. Like I had to explain Svetlana to somebody and I was like, she was essentially like a six plus foot tall judo woman from russia wrestling these tiny women from japan and she would just shoot mm-hmm. fuck them up because she was an olympic level judo wrestler um yeah she would just like concuss yeah. them and then and put in an arm bar it, it, <laughs> and win. the funniest thing is shinobu kandori being shinobu kandori uh thought she could shoot beat svetlana so there's an llpw show that's like a shoot tournament and the final is Kandori versus Svetlana. And Svetlana just sits on Kandori for essentially the entire thing. It is the single greatest freak show match in history. Like, just this tall, beefy, Russian judo expert fucking everybody around and then sitting on Kandori, who thought she had the big balls and would fuck this woman up, but could not. It is amazing. I love Svetlana. Um, Svetlana's great Um, but anyway the next question is fantasy book and indie worker against a stardom talent 
Um, again, going for like not affiliated with other companies, which makes it a bit more difficult. Um, mm -hmm. I would say, hmm, good question actually. Um, <laughs> this this is very specific, but I think like the Renegade Twins versus FWC might go crazy. Um, or solid. like Lufisto against uh Mirai. Lufisto versus Micah. Yeah, I, I have Lufisto and Mirai. I like you those matches. Um I have some like weird options that only yeah, I would be into, right? Like I like these Texas indie women that I've seen, like Gigi Ray would have a cool match with Azami, but nobody knows who the fuck that is. Um I don't like I I don't know why I'm blanking so hard because I have some of those like indie wrestlers in my back pocket. That's like, oh yeah, y'all don't know, y'all don't know about this, you know. Like, but I just can't think of any specific at this exact moment. Um, damn, I don't know. Uh, and if we're talking about indie talent, as in anywhere indie talent, then uh, yeah, also give me like Itsuki Aoki versus Mike. Yeah, I assumed it was like international don't, indies, that's but just for me. maybe not. Yeah, I, I imagine. Uh, man, I don't. I don't even have any in in my spreadsheet. <laughs> I don't have many. Um, would you go many for like Rachel Rose? Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like this out of that. Megan, Megan Bain. She's into Megan Bain. Me Megan Bain's yeah. decent. She was injured for like forever. Uh, let's. I mean, again. It's it's an issue of like stardom is late because like you know Billy Starks versus Azumi yeah. would be interesting you know just kind of like a, a young showcase mm -hmm. type of thing uh, yeah I'm 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 not really sure it's it's hard I, like I said uh, Hyan's great I think her having a powerhouse match against a Micah Mirai uh, you know yeah would be really really fun. Hyan is such an all-rounder, though, that I yeah. feel like she could just wrestle anybody. Like, you could put her against pretty much everybody oh, yeah, on the roster. Um, oh, maybe, like, Kanji and Azumi. I think that would be good. Yeah. That could be fun. That could be fun. Yeah, I'm... I'm this These questions about international talent is actually way harder than I remember because of how quickly TJPW yeah. was yeah. to get... Stardom needs to get again, on that Alice Inc. train, you know? <laughs> I, honestly, like her and Momo Watanabe, I think would people would be super into, but like nobody knows who Alice Inc. is, so it's uh, you know, it's great. Um, anyway, the next Kaho Kobayashi versus. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> of course. Uh, well, I just move on to the next question. You seem to be having a hard time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's uh, what match on TJPW Grand Princess are you most looking forward to, Dylan? Uh. Rika Tatsumi and Miyu Watanabe is like the obvious one. Yeah. But I will say that Ryu Mizunami finds a way to steal every single TGPW show she's on. Yes. So I imagine Mocha's gonna have literally her best match of all time. Um Undoubtedly. Yeah. Well she was in she was in that that really good tag match the other week, but still. Uh yeah, I imagine that'll be really good. Also, uh isn't it Suzume versus Arisa Endo? Isn't yeah. that happening? Yeah. Yeah, you that'll also be pretty fun. I know. Free. <laughs> I know it's looking like a good card. It's looking like it a is, good card. I'm is. mentioning everything except for the main event because, um, uh, you know, it's the main event I've seen before. Um, and I don't watch a lot of TGPW, so that's saying something. All right. But well, mine I'll, I'll is... go. I'll go with Mocha versus Rio. 
All right. Okay. Uh, mine is Azure Kong versus Yuki Arai because, of course, it is. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I That's thought you'd go with that. Stupid card, bro. I know, right? It's that crazy. card is absurd. <laughs> like two, at least two potential match of the year candidates. Uh, probably the War Party against One Two A Million as well. And uh, the thing with the War Party is they're so much thicker than everybody in Japan that oh, all yeah. of them are not afraid to lay it in. Like, Yuki Arai was booting Max the Impaler in the face. Just See, because... It's... <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, because obviously, like, Max can take that. Um, and so I feel like Miyu Yamashita will have a field day working with uh, two hosses like that. It's similar to how when I was, you know, like, seven, um, and my my uh, older neighbor, who was, like, ten, uh, he is the person who introduced me to wrestling. So when we would play wrestle in like the backyard or in, you know, uh, I would just fucking beat the shit out of him because he was yeah. so much, he was like bigger than me. So I was just like, oh, well, this doesn't fucking hurt you. So I'm just going to actually try to hurt you as much as possible. Um, it's like that. That's, that's great. Yeah. I love that. hundred percent. Yes. I, I, uh, <laughs> I agree. That's kind of how the war party matches work in, in TJPW. Um, so yeah, but yeah, mine's, mine's as Kong and, uh, Yuki Arai. Of course that's it valid. is. Um, like a great card though. I'll, very I'll much so. Very much so. Um, the next question is, um, who do you have dethroning Mercedes money? I think the question was specifically a Joshi wrestler. Um, I'm not. I'm not like convinced it'll be a, a Stardom wrestler. Like, uh, for all we know, they could pick up another international woman to to do it. Especially if like, I mean, AEW gets in the question. Allegedly, Mayu is the. Yeah. Forehead answer, yeah. but I mean, you know, apparently she's getting paid the what what she wants. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I don't know. It depends on how long she's staying. Because if she if she does just do the one stardom date, then yeah, it's it's Mayu. But mm. if she if she develops a bit more, you know, she develops some more uh rivalries a bit more. You know, I could see it being Utami. I feel like Utami's the answer to everything. Like Utami <laughs> yeah. can slot in literally anywhere that they want her. Uh, at any time because she's Utami Aishishta, so <laughs> um, but no, I, I'll go with Mayu for now, but you know, if, if it's announced that oh, she's probably, she's going to do more dates then, who knows yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm not even sure it's a stardom wrestler, like, I feel like we could see the belt go full international eventually, um yeah. and, and kind of make use of partnerships but even then, I don't, I don't know who you know what's funny I was thinking about is that like Stardom used to be like, yeah, we're not working with AEW because Ring of Honor, and now it's like, hmm, <laughs> what's the excuse yes. now? Yeah. Um, not saying that I want them to, but I thought, I thought that was funny because I was like, damn, like somebody brought up that Mayu won the Women of Honor belt, and like they were like, hey, what about this? And I was like, damn, I, I totally forgot that that like was a problem initially. Yeah, yeah, I remember Mayu was like very uh, loyal to Ring of Honor because they helped get mm -hmm. her visa or something. So she was yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not working anywhere else. So that was a whole thing. Um, but yeah, who's dethroning Mercedes? Um, Mayu is forehead answer, but I, I genuinely am not sure because th there's a lot of variables there that uh, yeah. could kind of get in the way. Depends um, on how long Jamie haters the world champion. That's true, yeah. I mean, like, if Jamie drops that to, God forbid, Soraya, um, <laughs> then fuck it, get her that belt immediately. Yes, I agree. Um, which stardom wrestler or wrestlers are you sharing Kobe beef with? Um, 
Well, Hazuki's the one with all the Kobe beef. That's true. Uh, well, but... actually, no, they stole it from her. But... Oh, really? Okay. Um, assuming we have Kobe beef to share. Okay. Um, hmm. I don't know. Can I, I want to get drunk with Micah. Of course. <laughs> um, can you even legally drink? In Japan, I can. <laughs> okay. Alright. Um, I, I, I think I'd just go with Mayu. I think I would just sit back and watch Mayu be Mayu, and I would have the time of my life. Like, she would just be so silly that I'd be like, alright, this is this is living. Um, so also, for 14-year-old, for or no, 15-year-old me, Azumi. Cause... Of course. Of course. Just give me. That's, yeah. that's my girl. Yeah, so I, I feel like I mine would be like Mayu and Koguma, because I would just be able to watch the, the fireworks there. Yeah, which which faction? I think that's the, the more interesting question. Like, which mm. faction would you go out to dinner with? To you just, know, like, hang out as a faction, God's Eye. Because they seem <laughs> cracked, right? Like, they all seem cracked out of their minds. But individually, I would pick Mayu and Koguma. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Maybe DDM for me. Mm. Like if we're, if we're talking faction, I feel like mm. that'd be interesting. And Technica translate, so that's great. <laughs> that's fair, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see what's next. Okay, why hasn't Stardom worked with TJPW? Um, so I mean TJPW is like uh, isolationist. Yeah, infamously like isolationist does not work with anybody. Like they only co-promote with the other Wrestle Universe promotions. So. TJPW just doesn't do that sort of thing. Um, and I also imagine tensions would be high given uh, Stardom poaching at least three people in the last few years. Um, <laughs> and also the two companies being in very direct competition with each other. So um, a lot of reasons. A lot of reasons. And I think I think down the road, I wouldn't be surprised. Because, I mean, like, DDT and New Japan are fine together. You know, I mean, obviously they're rivals, but they... Can't, are capable of co-promoting co-promoting at certain points, right? So, yeah. I but I don't know. I feel like I feel like TGPW is Cyber Fight's like baby, and they're like they, we don't we, they hold it with kid gloves in a certain way, where it's like nobody outside is coming in except for maybe Mesaruga. Uh, we are going to very like they're very very particular with TGPW mm-hmm. in comparison to like DDT. Um, is something that I've noticed. So you know. I, I don't say that will never happen, but it's it's unlikely. <laughs> and yeah. I, I kind of get, I get it, you know, not every mm-hmm. company's going to play nice, so. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't going to happen now, at a time where both companies would benefit, like, coming off of the Muto retirement show, which was such a big deal, because everybody worked together, um, it's just not really likely at all. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of reasons for that. Um the uh, the next question then is who should beat Julia for the red belt? Um, I mean Suzu Suzuki is uh, yeah, the, the obvious one, and if she hasn't signed, then I would go with Starlight Kid. And I'm, I would be all in on Kid beating Julia. Um, yeah, Suzu Suzuki, or I feel weird that half of the answers are Utami Hayashita, but they are. Well, the thing <laughs> like, is, I mean, she's the franchise player. Like, it's not yeah. irrational, and she hasn't like, had the belt in, like, a year and a bit, and Julia's reign and will probably very, go a long time. I very much believe that, like, Utami should go down as, like, the greatest red belt champion of all time by yeah. the time it's done. Like, I think that should be, like, kind of her lane. Like, mm. obviously, for very fair reasons, people don't like the Okada method. 
But if there was any Joshi wrestler that was going to be similar to Okada in terms of just dominance, it should be Utami. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how I see it. So I would say Utami, but mm-hmm. Suzu's the answer, like for me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I have anybody else. That is fair. Um, the next question then is, who can you see being the face of stardom in five years? And uh, this again, Starlight Kid. Hananu. Yeah. Hananu. Of course. Yeah. No, I'm I'm going with Starlight Kid. She'll be she'll be 23 by then. I mean, that's the thing is that like, stardom's changed a lot, so like we can't look at history very easily to like dictate it because. Hanan, if if Hanan was five years older, or like if Hanan was in the exact same spot she's in right now, five years ago, she would be the the next world champion, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But now, five years from now, she'll be twenty three, and you know, Starlight Kid Azumi will be twenty five, twenty six. So, if they're assuming that they're that they have these wrestlers for those longer periods of time, uh, yeah, it'll probably be Azumi and Kid. Uh, you know, in the main events in five years. But if they want to speed up the process, like they sometimes do, I could see Kid and Azumi main eventing in two. You know, like in in two years. Yeah. And Hanan I just when I when I see face of the company, I think it has to be Kid. She's just so popular with the fans there. You know, like she's always on the promotional stuff. Shoe Pro is always putting her on the covers, like. She's just got something there that the live audience is super into. So I feel like she's the obvious answer. Like, everybody loves her. Like, anytime somebody is asked, like, who's the future of women's wrestling? They're like, oh, oh, kid. Like, start that kid. So, like, I feel like you're going to have to do that. Um, So when when it says face face of stardom, it's like, yeah, I mean, it has to be Starlight Kid or some, like use upon two that hasn't showed up yet because rossi will drop all yeah i think i think that's the thing also is like if this girl chick you know if girl chan is good her you know what i mean like <laughs> like it, it does not take five years for him to create and you know uh send to the moon a star i mean mm-hmm. think about it. utami is four years and six months in yeah and she's far and away, you know, like she's she's Utami. Yeah. So it, or it does if, not take five years. Yeah. Or if like God forbid they ever managed to lock down Fuwa Chan. <laughs> like that's just it. Oh yeah. There she's that's not happening. She's winning everything. But yeah. but yeah, she'd win everything. Um next question then is who should replace Himeka in DDM? Uh Lady C. Definitely. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. like I said, Ueda would be interesting, but I feel like Lady C is just kind of there, you yeah. know, for a reason. And it's like I think the funny thing is is that it's like they made it like the, it feels too clear, right? Mm-hmm. Like because like at, at some point it was like oh well, my Hime really likes Lady C and DDM is you know just okay with it. But now it's like you know they're hanging out together, <laughs> like they're, they've they've given they've given up on like pretending like they ain't close friends, uh, including my Sakurai and Lady C who argued over uh, Star Wars on Twitter, like yeah. They are clearly, you know, what I mean, like it's it's not even like a like a forbidden thing anymore. It just feels like Lady C is closer friends with DDM than she is with Queen's Quest. So that would make sense. But uh, I don't think Hameka can get replaced if you want the real, like the the you know, <laughs> uh, 
philosophical answer because I think Hameko was a very specific wrestler who had a very nobody fucking cares. Lady C. Okay, all right. Um, who starts the next new faction? Um, either somebody who isn't signed yet, or Starlight Kid breaks away from Oedotai. Yeah, I was actually gonna. Thing. You know, you know what I think would be interesting. What? But I doubt they do it before either of them win the belts. Azumi and Kid uh, leading a faction together. Oh yeah, that'd like them be, both that'd be breaking really away and and becoming the, you know, co-heads of a of a faction. Mm. Um, that that was my idea. It was like, oh well, Azumi and Kid probably could, you know, break away from their groups and start something new. And I think that'd be interesting. But or Hazuki yeah, actually, I, Hazuki might. I feel like they will eventually want to yeah. push her. And for some reason nowadays, they only seem to be able to push you if you lead your own faction. So um, which I hate. Let me yeah. let me preface that. I fucking despise that. Um. I think that that is not necessary whatsoever, but they do do that. Yeah. So so maybe has and that's 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 also part of why I said the Sayakamitani thing is because I just can't see her as the leader of a faction. It just doesn't. They would do it fit. anyway. So I don't think it matters. And it would just not work. Yeah. Yeah. Like Shuri, Shuri makes sense as a leader of a faction. Yes. You know, regardless yeah. of if we wanted her to leave DDM or not, she has leader qualities. It makes total sense. You know. And Saya doesn't even have like the Mayu leader qualities where it's like it's so funny that people are listening to and obeying Mayu Iwatani, the most like she's Mayu. Like it's it's so jarring that it works. Um it's like Luffy. Like I don't know if anybody's seen One Piece, but like Mayu is like Luffy leading his leading the uh, you know, leading the straw hats. But Saya doesn't have either of those. I feel like Saya is not like goofy enough to be like this bizarre. Why is anybody following her leader like Unagi or Mayu? Mm. Let's let's say. But she's also not just like a natural leader like a Shuri or a Julia. So I think she kind of struggles with that. Um, I don't know why I went on that tangent, but yeah, I, have no idea. I would say Hizu- I would say Hazuki or Kid and Azumi creating a new faction. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, now, uh, who will Rossi poach next? Um, <laughs> see, I feel like he's got most everybody that would be available. You know, anybody who was going to leave TJPW did. Uh, actress has shut down and reset. Like, he's going to get all the actress people uh, that he would have. So you're either looking at somebody like Endo getting unhappy mm-hmm. with their spot and jumping or somebody an actress deciding to do wrestling full time. Um so like Endo seems the most obvious. Or yeah, I mean at any point I feel like somebody from actress might say, Hey, I wanna wrestle full time but like I have no idea. Like there's so many potential prospects in actress that the it's hard, it's hard to nail one of them down. Um especially because the three obvious ones from actress, they really want to succeed. Like actress did a crowdfunding thing recently, and they did this all they did this whole thing of like, oh, here's some of our like in, important wrestlers, and they had Natsuki, and they had uh, Kuki, and they had Misa Matsui, and they're the three people who I would say Rossi should sign. They're all very charismatic, very great wrestlers. Um, but if actress is like selling their company based on, hey, these are our three future names, um. They're probably not going to jump ship, and at that point, then you're getting a bit more abstract with like 
I don't know, like maybe a Naru or something. But yeah, I, I think if it's not Endo, then it will eventually be somebody from Actress, but I don't know who exactly it will be. If we're if we're looking long term, I could see Moran being, you know, like yeah, this, this is literally yeah. like six years from now because she's yes, um, but or maybe not even six, but you know, like a while away. Um, if he would like to uh kill Chigusa Nagai's promotion, he could take Maria. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll kill but, Nagayo's promotion with the next answer, don't worry. Oh uh, yeah. Um <laughs> true. But yeah, uh that that's that's kind of how I see it is you know, a Maria. I think Arisa Endo is a good shout, uh, as somebody who's like, you know, uh eventually she'll get tired of not being a pillar and she'll leave. Yes. Uh, because maybe not specifically her, but her type. It that would just make sense. Mm -hmm. uh, she has a lot of potential elsewhere as well. So yeah, I would, I would say I agree with you. I don't know enough about actress to agree with you on that, but I'm sure you're right. Um, <laughs> and yeah, someone like Maria maybe. Yeah, definitely. Um, now the next question then is, what promotions ace would you like to see make the jump elsewhere? Uh, yeah, I mean it's Takumi Roha, like anywhere, <laughs> anywhere. Because uh, even on an indie level. I feel like they don't get the most out of her. Like, I feel like Arisa Nakajima does more as the seedling yeah. ace than Takumi does. Uh, Nozaki did way more as wave ace than Takumi does. Yeah. Like, even Ice Ribbon's ace, uh, or ace in waiting, I guess, in Asahi, does more than Takumi. Like, I feel like the as a promotion, they just get so little out of her that I just want her anywhere else these days. Which is, is tough, because at one point... She was the focal point of the promotion, and it was great. But for some reason, they've just completely got away from it, even though she was. Oh no, I think it's, I think it's uh, an injury struggle to some degree. I don't know. Uh, and I th I think we we talked about this when it happened that like there's definitely a fear that she'll get injured elsewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, so she just sticks to where is the smartest jump, right? So her getting the name out there in Spain is smarter than wrestling a wave show, you know, cause yeah. you're not getting your name out to wave. If you're marvelous, you know, like people who know wave, know marvelous, but people mm -hmm. in Spain might not know you. Uh, same thing with West coast and stuff like that. I think it's probably way more political uh, and way more like maximizing your minutes yeah. with Takumi, which is a shame. Cause I totally agree. I think she could do so much more uh, even when she, isn't injured, you know, even well, yeah, regardless of what, what I, I look is. at last year where she was, healthy for like 10 months yeah. 11 months and she wasn't in a single feud that i could that i could name right like they gave her you as a challenger damn that's true just out of nowhere <laughs> uh they gave her aoki as a challenger but that was meant to be a tag match like that was really good match, though. like how are you not at the very least doing what sendai or like seedling can do where they're like here's this person uh, a freelancer or just somebody and they're going to challenge you, and you're going to defend against them, and we're going to make it seem cool. Like, she had two she had two defenses, and one of them was by accident, and the other was them just going, uh, yeah, sure, you. They were playing TW, and they said, all right, yeah, you versus Takumi. There you go. Just, just cause. I would book that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like I'd, her use last year, even when she was healthy, was so underwhelming that I'm just like, just, just get get away from there like it's a it's a sinking ship really honestly 
Um, Shame. But yeah. Um, now, there's a few more questions that you haven't I, I seen. Didn't, I didn't get to answer that one. Boy, what the hell? Sorry. He was talking sorry, about Takumi I, for 10 I, I minutes. I thought you were going to no, go with her as well, but maybe not. No. Uh, it's, it's a good answer, obviously. Um, I would love... See, the thing is, is I don't want to see them make the jump, necessarily. You know, because like, I feel like a lot of aces are aces for a reason, and it's because they mm-hmm. are cared for. Uh, but I would love to see Nozaki more, just everywhere. Uh, when she gets back from injury, uh, as the as a member of the Nozaki Respect Army, um, I think that you know, just like having her pop up and fucking stardom and beat the shit out of Starlight Kid is literally my Starlight Kid dream match. Of course, like, I don't, like you, you know, what I mean, like like just shit like that. Like I think uh, Wave is great, and I'm a big Wave fan, as as everybody knows. But I, I think that would be really dope if I don't know they could kind of work with people more. I guess. Yeah. And they do like they are they are this focal point, right? But they have a good like central unit with Hirota and Nozaki and uh, Miyazaki and Kohaku that and uh, Oka. Yeah, uh, that I think that they could really use to like kind of I don't know spread their seeds <laughs> more. And I know that sounds All weird, right. but I would love to see Nozaki around everywhere. Okay. I like it. I like it. Nozaki's uh, a good one. Um, so we have a few questions that you haven't seen because uh, I asked them in Discord. Um, oh, I have, I have one from widescreen. Oh, yeah. Because this was after so I set them. I was going to pair this in with this one, actually. Um, so Hart, Hart asked, uh, this is a two-pair. It's what U.S. wrestlers do you guys want to see in stardom? And we've kind of answered that. Um, but it said, do you think Stardom has any push to start moving on that with TJPW no. and Marvelous bringing so many names over? And Widescreen asked about Stardom kind of recruiting straight out of college a lot more, mm-hmm. like they did with Risa. And I would say that the race for talent is on big time because uh, you can't just sign up everybody now. Like, that's, you know, not going to happen as frequently as it used to. Um, yeah. TJPW is going to become a real problem at the rate that they're, you know, producing talent. Um, and much like New Japan eventually had to do, you can only suck up so much talent in Japan before you have to look elsewhere, you know, because New Japan at a certain point was like, oh shit, we need like international names, which is why Will Ospreay got brought in and pushed and Zack Sabre Jr. is brought in and pushed and guys like that. So like stardom definitely needs to get on it and recruiting as much as they can because with them yeah they want to keep growing and to keep growing you need to keep making stars and you also need to keep producing fresh big matches with how many pay-per-views they do and that does require recruiting the college wrestlers like risa fella recruiting internationally like with mariah may so i think they they have to really start looking at all avenues of bringing talent in if they want to keep growing as they are um because otherwise you're going to fall behind and tjpw won't think twice about lapping the field if if the opportunity comes i think the thing with internationals is they don't stay yeah there are no international lifers you know i mean like Mm -hmm. the only one new japan has and this is I'm knocking on wood because he might leave fucking in a couple years. Uh, is Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, he's the only person who has learned Japanese, has stayed there throughout the COVID, throughout everything. 
is insistent that he is like New Japan through and through, he's the only one. Like Will is leaving. Yeah. Like, he's 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 making jokes about it. It's like, oh well, I'm gonna enjoy this last year. Maybe he doesn't leave, but he's going to leave. You know, what I mean, like everybody leaves yeah. when they are, you know, international. Like that's kind of the case. So I understand wanting to but focus. I would counter that this. with in women's wrestling. I think there's a lot more of them that would be willing to make the move to make a living because it's yes. a lot harder to do that in America and the UK. You're kind of hoping that you get signed by one of the big two. Um, yeah. But there might be more. You might get somebody more like a, a Debbie Malenko who's willing to, to, you know, move to Japan to make a living doing wrestling. So I would say there's, I don't know this for sure, but there might be a certain contingent of women's wrestlers who would happily move to Japan if they were offered a full-time deal because yeah. then you're getting to wrestle full-time and make your living. I can't believe they fucked up with Jamie Hayter. Like, I'm going to be real. I know yeah. this is not the point, but, like... I, I don't blame Of Jamie and B? Like, there was so many visa issues, I believe, with Hayter. Yeah. That just was chaos. So... But it's just, it's just fucked when you think about it. That's yeah. like... If, and this is like, this is purely speculative, but if they had the choice between Jamie Hayter and B. Priestley, not only, I think everybody kind of agrees, Jamie Hayter's better in ring, but also, Jamie Hayter was realistically going to stay longer than B was. Yes. And that's frustrating. But I think it does come down to B had a longer term visa before COVID started, and then it was easier for her to stay, and then she eventually left, and it was whatever. But I... I I agree. I get what you're trying to say that like someone like Mariah May isn't necessarily inclined to go to fucking Ring of Honor. You know, what I mean, like over staying in stardom or mm-hmm. go to WWE or anything, uh, unless she's getting offered loads of money, uh, which WWE doesn't really do that for women. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know, I, I get what you're saying, but I do think I understand why it's like okay, we're gonna focus on japan way more when it comes to signing talent because they are just longer term you know just that's just how it is yeah but i agree they definitely need to get serious about it quick yes because they can't bring over mariah may and zaya brookside for a few weeks and think that's enough you know and i think mariah may is great but that's just not the rate that you know the rate that the scene is going at right now yeah no very very true very much so uh, especially with how many pay-per-views you do if you want to keep yes. doing pay-per-views and stacking them you're gonna have to keep bringing people in and getting them over um I, also the university thing was was dope yeah I yeah 100 percent. i'm interested like, in that they because they should definitely get in on that because that'll yeah those are people who are dedicated to wrestling at that point like so oh, you know you're gonna get them long term um i mean who was it? Uh, Nashimura. She got her ass beat by all of, all of Queen's Quest and said thank you at yeah. one of her college shows. Uh, so yeah, I think I think that's who Wisecoon was talking about was Risa Fella and Nashimura mm. are the two big ones who feel like they are like made for this. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, as for who, what U.S. wrestlers would I want to see in Stardom? I mean, we've kind of gone over them a little bit, but I mean, yeah. personally, I would love to see people like Promise Braxton. Uh, Danny B, I think is great. Uh, Gigi Ray, um, what's her name now? It's escaping me. Uh, bring Rebel Kel back, obviously. 
um oh yeah shout out and and kanji and kind of people like that so um but yeah i think just any of that texas crew like that texas indie scene is so good that like just get as many of them as you can um let's see uh what do you regard as the best finishing and move in stardom and likewise which is the worst um i mean the best the best i love moves the best one is obviously the northern lights bomb like that to me is one of the best That's finishers. That's a cop out. Come on, I mean it is. But it's, You're right. It's one of the best and finishers ever. And she hits it. Yeah, she hits it. Like it's such but... a genius move because the impact looks sickening, but you have so much room to like tuck the person's head that it's probably a very safe move that looks amazing. So like to me, you just can't get a better finisher than that. Um, so I would go with the Northern Lights bomb as the best finishing move, and the worst is i feel like there's a few contenders um maybe i think is it rena that does like a gory bomb and i'm like all right yeah, i guess like i guess but Rena's just the big ending <laughs> yeah um i think my sakurai's is pretty mid the elbow drop just because the elbow drop is a very is finish yeah isn't it she does the second rope elbow as a finish she does something else like I know it's the man, my pan roll and the elbow oh, yeah. drop, but there's yeah. one other move. I don't know. There's so many finishers, right? Like I could say the violet shoot, yeah, because the violet shooting always looks terrible. But like, how many people has Tam pinned with it lately? Like I don't know. I bring that up so often that like, <laughs> Kagetsu like showed up and just did like stole Tam's finish and did it infinitely yes. better. And I was like, bro, you can't, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't be doing this. Yeah. Um, so like, does the violet shooting count? Because if so, that um. And the same if my Sakurai's elbow drop counts than that one. Because, like, the elbow drop is a weird move where it's either amazing or it's, like, whatever. And my Sakurai's yeah, leans more towards good. whatever. Um, there's got to be one that I'm thinking of. You're probably going with uh, Amis, are you? You really like Amis. Like a Thunderbolt is a banger. Yeah. I don't know, I'm trying to stay away from the pile drivers because it's like, oh well, obviously the happily ever after is the best because it's a tombstone yeah. that looks cool, right? You know, and I mean same with with the like a thunderbolt. Yeah. Uh, you know who's are kind you know of what I will say? disappointing. Go ahead. Uh, I feel like Mariah's are kind of meh. Like I feel like the oh. Miramari shock isn't like that great of a move. Yes. And obviously Utami's fucking uh, spinny razor We bring this up every time that the hijack bomb needs to be replaced. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's funny because like I feel like the power wrestlers either have insanely good finishers. Mm-hmm. Like I love the Michinoku driver from Micah. Yeah. It makes perfect sense and it's like very meaningful and it great move. Fucking concussion bomb is concussion bomb. Uh, but then there is the Miramari shot. Yeah, and there is the hijack bomb. And the Miramari. You know, like like or yeah, the, the Miramari. Both of Mariah's finishers are pretty pretty, are pretty mid. Mid, yeah. Um, as for the best, I'm gonna go with. Like one of my favorite moves, and it's the butterfly square and compass from Tekla. Oh yeah, uh, okay. Because that's a bit like because obviously you know I love a good tombstone and I love a good pile driver, but like I feel like that I just it's my type of move, right? And the only people who have ever used it other than Tekla have been abusers, so I'm very happy somebody's using it now. Uh, Valid. Because I forgot I forgot Velveteen Dream used to use it too. And I was like, yeah. this mother, why does nobody good use this move? <laughs> Thank you. But now it's Tecla. Yeah, thank you, so. Tecla, for saving us. Yeah, shout out to Tecla. Um, I think that's it. 
that is all of the uh, actual questions. Uh, Scott did ask, why would Azure Kong versus Mayu Utani be the greatest match in the history of our sport? But I mean, listen, it's, yeah, obviously. Um, They're a match made in heaven. Yeah, and, and why, uh, Heart Editing did say, who do you hope Unagi faces at West Coast Pro? And the obvious answer is Chigusa Nagayo. Um, that's it. That's <laughs> it. We're done. Um, oh, wait, no, there was, there was one more. Um, really? It was to me. And it was uh, Dylan. If if you had to if you had to banish either Alex or Mayu Iwatani, who would you pick? Um, sorry, bud. Yeah, that's one. I don't. I mean, I would pick Mayu over myself as well. So that's yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So that was the Q and A. That uh, was the content Ooh. we need. Because um, yeah, nothing really happened this past week in Stardom. The the Stardom showcase looked pretty good, but uh, it it didn't air so like there's not much we can do there um yeah. there's a few interesting bits i guess for us as far as like stuff that's uh gonna go forward and that is at uh tam after the uh what's gonna happen to kozen match uh nothing happened spoiler uh tam was like hey um drama Aka, i think you did great here i really want you to win before i kick you out which is a deadline that i set <laughs> by the way. Um, so I really don't want to kick you out, so I'm going to help you beat Nanai. So the Waka versus Nanai match at New Blood Premium is now Tam and Waka versus Nanai and X. So that Tam can either get the win for Waka, or Waka can pin X, who's going to be a very easy to pin person. So Tam is such a fucking capitalist. <laughs> I'm not elaborating. Okay. All right, sure. Uh, the other important bit for us is that uh, Hazuki once again pinned Sayakamitani to win the Kobe beef. So um, I'm sorry, Dylan, but Hazuki is getting fire, Firebird splashed and uh, losing this weekend. Um, yeah, I want to scream. No, you know what the best thing about that is? What? Is that they went on a long tirade on Twitter arguing over the merits of a Frankensteiner versus a Hurricane Rana. Oh. And I never felt prouder. Somebody call Chris Hero. Get him in here. Yeah, I know. We we were talking about that in Discord because I think Spanner was like, "It's Chris Hero and Dylan. Those are the two yeah. who get who get worked up over this yeah. type of shit." <laughs> Chris Hero is like so chill. I was looking, um, I was watching some like Peak Mist go yesterday because I was like, "Holy shit!" People yeah. like love this dude. It was great. Um, and when I would search up like Mystico and his opponent, you would have Chris Hero talking about it, and I was like, "This guy <laughs> gets it." Like. You just know he was a day one subscriber to like pure Resu Dream and like oh one percent he w- he definitely had access to the AJW Classics Google Drive like this man Chris Hero is is so great like I love him he's just a student of he doesn't him. still work at he doesn't still work at WWE does he no he's just like does he have his own doing nothing now? I don't know what he does or, no anymore. I don't know he doesn't because I feel like I feel like if there's any person in America that you would want to learn wrestling from it's chris hero yes like just because his brain is seven million times the size of everybody yeah. else's because it just has every wrestling match fucking ever mm-hmm. like in, in it and i'm just like imagine it's, it's incredible imagine I've watched, I've watched, tape study i watched like a twitch stream of his really yeah I've, I've watched like a twitch stream of his and he just he just like gets it man mm. he just does that that dude i know this is i know this is a really random tangent but like there are few wrestlers who like should have been literally the the champion of the universe a million times over more than ironically chris hero and eddie kingston mm. uh 
if it, it that's that's a subject for another. Time. Okay, uh, yeah, no, Chris Heroes. Uh, imagine like uh, I, I was gonna say tape study with this guy. Like you'd be training, and he'd be like, "All right, I want you to watch Harley Saito versus uh, Shinobu Kandori and Mystico versus Negro Casas, hair versus mask, and you would go and do it." And like that's what he would recommend you to watch. You would become a better person yeah. because of it. He would <laughs> like he would unironically recommend you those kind of matches if you were training under him, because like he knows that's the good shit, right? <laughs> Yeah, I love, I love Chris Hero. Like, I feel like I don't know if, you, if this is an actual thing or if I like dreamed this. You used to be able to see other people that were accessing Google Drives with you. Yeah, you used to yeah, be able to. Yeah, because I. Uh, but now I think it's. I vividly remember. An option. Uh, I think I bought like a random Joshi show, and when I clicked on that, Chris Hero was there. Like his email was there. Like I'm ninety percent sure Chris Hero and I bought the same like nineteen ninety four LLPW show. Like no That's word wonderful. of a joke. I'm ninety nine percent sure it, that happened. Chris Hero, if I you're out there, please tell me. I need to know. Did you buy random mid nineties JWP or LLPW at any point? Because I'm pretty sure we had access to the same Google Drive. Um, Honestly, there there are some wrestlers like that. Like same with with Drew Gulak. I remember one day, again on Twitch, he was like just like streaming. He's like, "Okay, it's Joshi night, guys," and he has picked out like some of the most fucking random Joshi matches. Yeah. Then he obviously, he he obviously eventually went to Mako versus Hokuto, which is oh, a bit yeah. less niche. But he was just like he's just like, "Oh, we like." He's like, "Do you see this? Do you see this? This is how you're supposed to do." It. I was like, "He gets it." Like some of these wrestlers just just get it. And shout out to them. I, I love the nerds of pro wrestling. Honestly, they're good people. Like they are, they are the most. Like I, I just appreciate their the way they look yeah. at it. But that's enough. Uh, <laughs> random independent dudes that we want to give credit to. Indeed. Um. So we have uh, one show to preview, and that show just happens to be a big pay per view. Uh, this is Ooh. Stardom Triangle Derby Championship Battle in the Yogi National Stadium, uh, oh, Second Gymnasium. Too. Uh, this is on the 4th of March, and yeah, it starts at 3 p- No, it starts at 4 p.m. Yeah, the pre-show yeah, starts I mean, at yeah. like 3.20. Um, tickets look to be moving quite all right. Most of the sections are sold out or limited, so that's kind of nice if you like a good atmosphere. Um, the pre-show matches, which I don't know if they're getting shown anymore. I don't even know if they still show them. Um, <laughs> is uh, Miwa Masaki versus Hina versus Rina, which I'm pretty sure you said would be Hina pinning Rina. Because yes. they're running this back next week at Korokan, and they're going to have Rina pin Hina. Yes. yes. All right. And the match after that is Utami Hayashishita and Lady C versus Chairman Ram and Micah Ozaki. Um, you probably have Utami pin Ram or something and send the Rebel Enemy people packing. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a shame of, you know, not a shame, but just like they, they leave it on a pre show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I suppose it gets them a booking, which is, is good. Um, yeah. Then our first match of the show is Micah, Mariah May, and Waka Skiyama. No, that's not the team. <laughs> Minashirakawa, Mariah May, and Waka Skiyama versus Micah, My Sakurai, and Takla. And that's a DDM win because um, yeah. Waka. And we have Mayu Iwatani, Koguma, Hanan, Saeida, and Momo Kogo versus Natsuko Tora, Momo Anabe, Saki Kashima, Waka, and Fukigen Death. And um, I don't know, stars maybe, possibly. Who? Probably. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Then we have the Triangle Derby semi-finals. The first semi-final is the 7-up team of Nanai Takahashi, Yu, and Yuna Mizumori versus Risa Sara, Suzu Suzuki, and Kurumi Hiragi of Prominence. So I'd maybe go with 7-up because they're pretty dominant and having the champions lose in the final to then presumably defend the belts against whoever beat them would be kind of strange. So 7-up. Here. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like Seven Up could win here, so that they so that Prominence can defend against the winners and Seven Up. Yeah, if they are holding the belts past Yokohama, which they're not. Well, who are the gods? I damn. Yeah. <laughs> um. The other semifinal then is yeah, it's it's God's Eye Shuri Mirai and Amisore versus Tam Natsupoi and Saki. I'd be very surprised if Cosmic Angels won that one. I feel like that's uh. Godzai uh, is definitely getting their win back. Yes. Last week. Um, then we have the Triangle Derby final. It's the winner of semifinal one versus the winner of semifinal two, which we have as Seven Up versus Godzai, which went yes. to a draw in the block play. So they haven't given away who's going to win. I would imagine Godzai wins. It's Godzai because Seven Up is busy. Yeah, with presumably Mirai pinning Yuna Mizumori or you. Yes. Mariah over you would be interesting, but if, then it would kind of lead to something that I don't want to see. I don't know, because <laughs> I feel like the more uh, people talk up Tam versus Julia, the more I'm like, oh, then it's it's Mariah and Ami challenging for the tag belts. Um, yeah, and but but no, wait, but if, if God's Eye wins this tournament, they're challenging for the I don't know if trios that's at, I don't know if that's going to be at Yokohama now. I'm not fully sure because you can't get. They... Oh, they have the Cinderella final still to go. Yeah, because Yokohama's a while away. Like I don't know how you get everybody on the card if the tag belts, the trios belts, the high speed belt, and the top two belts are all being defended, right? And if Cosmic Angels wins the tournament, then that means Melt here definitely aren't challenging Seven Up, and that's kind of a different direction. But also Tam can't win this tournament because she's meant to be facing Julia. Right, man. I don't want to think about Tam versus Julia. <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. I get that that's the most likely. I don't want to think. About Actually, right uh, I don't think we said this, but that Dave Meltzer did report that uh, the plan for Yokohama Arena is a double main event. Uh, the first of which is Julia versus Tam, and the other is Mayu Watani versus Mercedes Money, which is I am screaming like inside. I am melting down fully. You know how we said that Mercedes should never main event a show. Yeah. If if they run Tam versus Julia, I will personally make a Stop campaign. <laughs> I mean, I'd 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 go for it because Mayu deserves it, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's the report, and it seems like the closer we get, the more likely Tam versus Julia is. So yeah, uh, especially with Tam talking about like searching for a successor, I'm like, oh, this is your gold watch. Like this is the all right. Um, also. None of God's Eye is going to be in the Cinderella final. Yeah. Or anywhere near it, because I feel like Mariah gets bumped out. Yeah. Either by an upset with Hanan or getting beat by Mina in like the second round. Uh, so they probably challenge uh, Prominence at the Cinderella final, yeah. since Prominence is also not in it. And everybody else is cool. Yeah. I, I say God's Eye wins the tournament. All right. And yeah. Hmm. Interesting. We'll have to wait and see. Because maybe 7 up. Will or maybe the prominence will retain against them and defend against somebody else at the 
Yokohama, but we'll have to wait and see how that yeah. pans out. Um, but yeah, we have God's Eye winning here because it feels like they were locked in for trio success very early on and never got it. So and they just never did. It. It's yeah. their time now. Um, That's why Mirai feels so strange when it comes to belts. Yes. Yeah. It's because she didn't get that artist artist reign that everybody gets <laughs> in her position. Yeah, that's true. Um, the next match on the card then is a special singles match. It's Himeka versus Chihiro Hashimoto, and uh, I expect Chihiro to toss Himeka around with a very similar ease that she tossed Mika around, or not Mika, Mirai. Um, but it might just be a little bit closer than the Mirai match. But she's like Hashimoto is still gonna win pretty defiantly. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I, I <laughs> I'm gonna be real. Hashimoto's render is staring me, staring into my soul. Yes. And I, it's. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see because I feel like, I don't know. I feel like this retirement road with Himeka is either going to be like huge and she's going to deliver like the best matches of her career, or she's going to be oh, like, I am dying. She's going Please all out for me. this, though, no doubt. <laughs> Like, she requested this one, you know? Like, if she's requesting them, I feel like she'll go all out in them. I hope this one's good. I think it'll be good. It should be. Um, It's going to be a shame when the best wrestler of the year is retired. Yeah. Like, because she's she's probably, like, uh, like spreadsheet-wise, she has these matches lined up that are going to be, like, high, high tier, high quality. Definitely. Like, even if it's just from an emotional level, it's like, these are, she's going to destroy the rest of my spreadsheet. And I'm just going to be really sad for the rest of the <laughs> Yeah, <year. laughs> I imagine. Um, the next match on the show then is a high-speed championship match. It is Azumi versus Starlight Kid. Um, I mean, Azumi's going to... Kid needs to get the fuck out. Well, yeah, I mean, Azumi's going to win. And this will be Kid's, presumably, her last high-speed championship match. Because she's kind of beyond yeah. the division. But it feels like they called her back for one last kind of... She said she said that yeah. in the in her, in her her what's it called, the presser. Where she's like... I thought I graduated, but I guess Azumi really wants to defend against me. I don't know. Mm. It's the last high-speed match of the two of us. Because uh, Azumi is yeah, clearly I'm... like beyond this division at this point. Like She's conquered it. You know what I mean? Like You yes. can't go back to her as a high-speed champion. It would just be so odd. It's such a backward step. Um, I mean, if, if she's if she's wrestling for another 15 years, maybe 14 years from now she wins it. Possibly, it's like yeah. A, a fun little thing, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what Azumi... Like, somebody somebody asked about the high speed belt after Azumi. I'm more interested in Azumi after the high speed belt. Because, like, I don't yeah. know what the fuck she does for a Nothing. while. Like, outside of be kids other. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like that's that's pretty much it. Because yeah. she has been the high speed division, and the high speed division has been her. So it's kind of... It's going to be interesting. She's obviously getting the record. She should face Taya, but she's not going to. Of course not. Um... Yeah, I mean, I the the question is, is is does this match get the amount of fanfare that it got last mm. time, and See, is it better than it was last the last time? time is because it got was it like twenty seven minutes or something last time? Am I crazy? Did it go that long? No, what? It was like twelve. What? Are you sure? I'm positive. Oh, we're gonna have to find this out. I'm pretty sure it went long. You know, like there's a lot of people. There's no way I rewatched that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Honestly, um, let's see matches. It went seventeen. That went seventeen. Okay, so that's crazy. I, have, I did not remember. It I had the seven right. I, I knew it was something with a seven. Um, yeah, I could see it getting a similar amount of time, so it might. Just... Probably, 
It'd probably go like 12 to 15, I would say. Yeah, maybe. So it might get a similar amount of fanfare. Um, but, well, yeah, it definitely will, actually, yeah. I don't know if it will get like the cage match hype that it did last time, but it will definitely get some buzz, I think. Do you think it'll be better? No. I feel like these are two who get more egregious. I, that's a bad word. I guess, but every time they get more pretty, about yeah. It. Like yeah, every time they wrestle, it gets more away from Kaioism and more Osprey Ricocheism a little bit. And I feel like they're I they're gonna that. go full into that aspect of it. I imagine for their like last big blow off. So I could see some of the stuff being a little bit like eye rolly, um, whereas last time it was a lot more. You natural. know what I will say, and this is again off topic. I rewatched that Osprey Ricochet match. It wasn't good, but it was like so not offensive in terms of like, like I was just like, oh yeah, that okay. There are there are way worse. There are way faker things in wrestling. I I don't know why I needed to mention that, but I just thought I would. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think it could. I, I can see it having an inverse relationship because the last match I thought was a bit overrated, even though I did really like it. Uh. I think this one, this match might get a little bit less credit, but it might be better. Yeah. Uh, but it it does definitely depend on what they deliver, because I mean, it'll they'll have less time inherently because they have so many they have matches above it that are going to take up a lot more time. Uh, um, like I was saying, there there are two matches above it, and they both are going to take their time. It's I imagine. Week three. Uh, whereas they might put the uh, Derby yeah. final as well. Yeah, exactly. They probably will put the yeah. on it, actually. Um, so there's going to be three matches above it, and they're both they're all going to take their time compared to last year. They had Natsupoi and uh, Sai mm. above it, which I think only went 20. Like, I think it, it was relatively the same length. Uh, I'm going to check that out right now, actually. Um, yeah, 121. So they definitely are not getting the 17. I think that's, that's important yeah. to note. So I think they might not have enough time to get too pretty with it. So I, I think this might be better. I think there there are reasons for it to be better, but I don't know if it will be. Uh, I it, it'll probably get less fanfare and be a bit better. That's my prediction. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, the next match on the card is the Wonder of Stardom Championship match. It is Saya Kamatani defending against Hazuki. Uh, Hazuki is. There will also be cheering. Oh yeah, that's true. That's yeah. one more thing. I mean, that we pretty also much all the shows have that now, but. It's, so we've kind of just got used to it. Well, no, but what I'm saying is that this match, Azumi oh, vs. Kids, yes. have cheering and uh, yes, that'll be great. So like, I I think Kids' entire thing is way better with cheering. Mm. Like it's just not as offensive. Um, still don't like her, but it's just not as offensive. So I imagine it will be. That's also a reason why it will be a bit better. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yes. Uh, the next match, Kamatani and Hazuki. Uh, so Hazuki has beaten her twice now in the lead up to this. So. She's getting Firebird Splashed. I want to die. Yeah, she is, she's 100% getting hit with Firebird Splash and losing. Um, it's wild that they couldn't... Why does Mina exist, man? <laughs> like, I know. I know. I know. I like Mina. She's cool. But, like... Dude, I have been waiting years for this. Well, she shouldn't have retired. I don't know. Like, it's... What do you want from them? She wouldn't have won the wipe out from them. She definitely would have. They were desperate. Julia was in her they way. They were desperate. Yeah, at some point. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just, I mean, they have a lot to live up to here because 
I loved their GP match a lot, uh, as they I have really told everybody who will match. listen. Like, it was one of my top three, I think, last year, maybe top four. Um, so they have a lot to live up to. I'm not sure they can hit that mark with how Saya has been very iffy lately, but I feel like if anybody's going to get the best out of her, it would be Hazuki, you know, obviously. Um, yeah. I mean, Hazuki also in like world championship matches is another animal. Yes. Well, um, I don't know. Cause the, she only, the only bad one she's had was, that was great. What was that? What I don't you know. I, I can't remember. Yes. I didn't think it was that amazing. It was actively, it was actively really, really good right. in my yeah. opinion. Um, Cause I think people were worried about Hazuki cause they were like, ah, she just came back. I don't know. Like the Kokomo match wasn't great. Mm. You know, it was, it, she's, she's a bit rusty. Let's see. She's doesn't, she isn't running at, as fast. She isn't as aggressive. I don't know how she'll do. And then she had the great time. Yes. Um, the only world championship match that I've that she's that wasn't great was against B Priestley. It's wow. the only one. Every other one that I've seen, and I've seen all of them, Wait, have she been B? really, really good. She challenged B. It was nine minutes. Oh, really? Yeah, it was middle. It was right after Kagetsu lost it. Oh, I don't remember I think, that. I think Kazuki was her first defense. I think Kazuki was her first or second defense. Right. Game. Okay. Because I remember Hazuki. Uh, you don't want to. Remember. All right. Yeah. Was it on like one <laughs> of those midsummer shows that they called? It might have been. Okay, so B won it during Golden yeah. Week. So it, it was like a yeah, it was like a month after that. They also had that really weird uh, Cinderella match, mm. and like where it looked like Hazuki was not supposed to lose, but she oh. lost, and she got really upset about yeah. it. Um. Yeah, it was a week after Golden. All week. right, okay. So yeah, it was it was literally like a week after she she won the belt. Our play. Um... Oh, it was underneath Arisa defeating Mo. Oh, That's Stardom Gold May. Oh, that was yeah. a badass show. I love that show. It's one of my favorite ones. Oh, and TCS won. The... That's a mm -hmm. crazy That's a great show. Yo, Tony Storm had one of her only good matches uh, in the Kigetsu, like. <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah. that show vividly because it's so great. This is a yeah. crazy show. Yeah. But yeah, B Priestley versus Azuki is the only match that's not rated on Cage Match. If that. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Uh. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, Hazuki losing here to Saya. Um, Saya waiting for Mina to beat her. I think that's the obvious choice. Real there. buster. Yeah. Hazuki, man, this is gonna be like the what yes. eighth? Okay. Eighth challenge. We knew this would happen. It's gonna take time. Yeah. Just to regain that trust, build herself back into the plans. You know, it is what it is. She's um, so good. I know, I know. Um, the main event then, potentially, probably not, is uh, the World of Stardom Championship match. It is Julia defending against Maya Yukihi. Imagine ever thinking Maya Yukihi would be challenging for the red belt. That is absurd. Um, yeah. This is, I don't know what this is going to be because their first match was, and Julia was so different. And it went very long. <laughs> so now that Julia is more accustomed to that, I don't know if they're going to try and go like all out 30 minute drop style or if they're just going to have Julia beat the shit out of Maya, Maya beats the shit out of Julia, and Julia wins and overcomes it, you know? Um, so like there's a lot of questions here. I feel like there's not a 0% chance this goes to a draw because Yuki doesn't lose. <laughs> like, she doesn't take many losses at all. Um, and it just, it feels like they've 
they are primed for that 30 minute draw but the whole story of it is Julia's like I'm going to beat you so bad you never come back so Julia kind of has to win right like that's yeah. the, that's been the layout Julia and said also, like, there can only be one alpha I'm going to kick the shit out of you and make you leave her first two matches being against Suzu and Maya feel like she's trying to like kill the past mm. you know like that's kind of like the the story is that it's like she's overcoming you know i mean i'm looking at the cage match right now she's never beaten maya uh that was 27 minutes that's crazy um you know like it's i imagine that's kind of like the bit so i imagine like julia has to win uh i don't really want to see a 30 minute julia match right now um so i hope oh, she neither wins. do i yeah <laughs> Like I the the Susan match was good, but it it did put that fear of the devil in me, um, and by the devil I mean of Julia having twenty twenty one big matches and not twenty twenty two big matches. Uh, so I hope this is a twenty twenty two big match and not a twenty twenty one big match. I hope, if that makes sense. Yes, that is valid. Um, well, I don't know. <laughs> I wait and see. Like but... th these are two great wrestlers, but. I feel like there's a chance that they just underdeliver, but I don't know. I, I feel like uh, we maybe need to trust Julia a little bit more because uh, she was all in towards the end of last year. Wait, the DDM prominence match went to a no contest. That's crazy. How do you have a hardcore match go to a no contest? I don't know. Didn't didn't start to do that before with uh, a way to die. They do that frequently. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Like, why do they do that? <laughs> I don't know, man. Why the hell not? Um, yeah, this this one's interesting. I would. Love to watch this one unspoiled because I genuinely like Mayuki isn't gonna win, but I don't know if she loses either. So I think that's really interesting. Um, and also I feel like they might have to set up a next challenger for Julia because they do like to have a red belt match on the Cinderella finals, but that's the week before Yokohama, so maybe not. I don't. Uh, that is really stupid. Because I was thinking, I was like, damn, there's two big shows. Like, there's two big shows. Yeah. Uh, like, or there's, I guess, one big show after this one before Yokohama. And I was like, that Yokohama feels so soon. But it is. It's just, they're all close together. Yeah. Um, fuck, I don't know. I mean, Julia wins. But once again, are we going to have to see Tam? <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe. Possibly. I think so. You know what? You know what? You know what's exactly the stardom meta for this show? What is for uh, the Cinderella to not happen yet? Obviously, uh, Julia and Maya to have a stinker, and then after I'm just like, man, why did I stay up for this? Tam Nakano walks out, and I just scream. That <laughs> is the meta. That is yes. what they do. Yes. Is is like this match is going to be bad, and then Tam Nakano's gonna walk out and make it worse. Like that's always what happens. <laughs> Well, maybe. I hope that's not what happens. Let me <laughs> I, let me put it like that. It might be what happens. It's possible. Well, no, they're not gonna have a stinker. I don't. I don't believe Mayuki can do that. Um, but yeah, that's the pay per view. I mean, I feel like it has the chance to be such an amazing show. Like Seven Up and Prominence alone. Like yeah. holy shit. Um, Hashimoto and Himeka, the best version of that is amazing. Kid and Azumi should deliver in some form. Azuki has been showing signs of uh, the old woman who wanted to murder Arisa Hoshiki against Saya, yeah. so that might be amazing. And Julia and Mayukihi is just such an X factor there. Like, I have no clue what it could be, and I'm very interested to find out. 
Um, but which match are you the most excited for, Maya and Julia? I imagine. Um, probably Mariah and Hashimoto. Or not, jeez. That's not what the match. Hameka and Hashimoto. <laughs> Hameka and Hashimoto. Hashimoto is so fantastic in Stardom because she has like a direction and it's really cool. Yeah. Um. So I'm very into her stuff. Um. That is that. Uh, we will be back next week. To... I'm. I, I. I personally, I am most excited for Saya. <laughs> Sorry. Because. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know you. I know it's 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 we're we've been going long long Q and A's like I know, but. Yeah, I, dude, I don't care. I know Hazuki's losing, but she gets a Hazuki stroll, and it's a late kick out. I'm gonna be fucking dying in my chair. Like, it, I'm going to be going fucking insane. It's, it's. I'm excited. I'm excited for the show. I am too. Now we can close the show. It is the good stuff. Um. Anyway, yes, we'll be back next week to review this show and preview the five or six shows coming up in the week after that. And I'm not lying. There's a three day weekend and then two midweek shows. So. When does the... Oh my god, the Cinderella doesn't start until the 26th. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah, we're in for a fun time. But with that, it's time to close the show. If you want to stand in my stand... Oh, the glass. They're going They're going to the to the Kyoto. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> All right. If you want to stand in my stand, if you want to sit in my sit, believe today, shine tomorrow, you decide what you believe in. Ijo. Ijo.